Hey, Salt Lake, at the risk of being too personal, is your mattress sagging? If you are rolling into a taco every night, I am begging you to visit your local mattress warehouse and just try something a little firmer. Your spine is the center of your being, and I don't just want you to have good posture. I want you to Disney princess your way around this city, flush with optimism from a good night's sleep. Visit mattresswarehouseutah.com to find the location nearest you. That's mattresswarehouseutah.com. Here's what Salt Lake's talking about. The holidays can be fraught. From family stress or loneliness to overwhelming joy and nostalgia, sometimes the tears well up and you can't control it. So without further ado, these are the best places to cry in public, whether you want comfort or solace from strangers. It's Wednesday, December 27th. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Newsletter editor Therina Ria, producer Ivana Martinez. When was your last good public Salt Lake cry and what tipped you over the edge? Therina, you first. Yes, it was It was pretty recently. Um, it was with a group of friends at Beaumont Bakery in Mill Creek. Okay. Um. Shout out to Beaumont. It was over a Nutella croissant. <laughs> we just were talking about stuff like life stuff as you do. And then before you know it, I'm just bawling over my over my sweet Nutella croissant. <laughs> Add a little salty to my sweet. Ugh, how long ago was that? It, it wasn't very long ago. It was like a few weeks ago. And I just feel like you have those like friends that like, even when you're trying to mask, like they notice your energy mm, shift or that yeah. there's something wrong with you. And so my friend Savannah specifically is really good at this. She's so empathetic and caring. So she'll just like, look me straight in my eye and be like, are you okay? And I'm just like, no, I like can't lie to her. <laughs> and then it yeah. will just like open the floodgates. When someone just looks at you in just a certain way and you're just on the precipice, yeah. they look at you and you're like, oh, no, here come the waterworks. <laughs> Don't look at me in my eyeballs. <laughs> and it's like a laugh. Like the more you try and hold it back, the worse and more explosive it yeah. becomes. And yes. like the more physically painful it is. The ugly cry. And when you're on the other side of watching someone about to cry too, like that can be very intense because you're like, how I react in this very millisecond is so critical. <laughs> exactly. I hate being on the other end. Any micro response. Because I'm cr also crying. If somebody's crying, I'm also crying. Oh, yeah. Oh. Which is maybe not good. I'm the same way. You like see someone cry and yeah. then you get emotional and then you're both emotional. But maybe that helps because then it like takes the pressure off the person. Like they're, they maybe if they feel bad or like awkward about it. Then if we're all crying, then it then it's good. It's communal. It's like a neutral place. Yeah. Okay. Except everyone can't be like that because given the amount of responses we got from listeners and readers to the question of where to cry in public, if everyone 
saw someone else cry and then started crying, this whole city would be a bathtub. <laughs> this whole city would be like like water for chocolate, like a magical realism, just explosion of tears. We would fill the lake. We would fill the Great Salt Lake. Oh my gosh, we would fill the Great Salt Lake. That's right. Apparently, <laughs> with salt water, it'd be perfect. Uh, the Great Salt Tears, <laughs> title of episode. <laughs> Okay, Ivana, when was your last public cry and what tipped you over the edge? I've had a lot of good public cries, but they're kind of like, you know, tears just slightly, silently dripping down your face. Like a full, full on sobbing moment was like around last spring. It was a very interesting time in my life. There was a lot of things coming together. There were things coming apart. And I was like on my way to Vessel Kitchen and I like was like, I'm holding it together. It's been a really bad day. And I go into Vessel. I pick up my like order because I'm like, get it together, Ivana, like get it together. I walk back to my car and I realize that I don't have hummus in like... (gasps) The waterworks are here. Like, that was not the cause of of this, you know, tearful emotion, but it was definitely the tipping point. And then I, like, got into the Smith's parking lot because you can never find parking on 900. And I, like, drove myself. And at one point, I just, like, parked at the first Unitarian church on 1300 because I was as close as I got to my house with I was like, I need to stop. And I sat on the corner. They have a lovely little bench area there. And I just was, like on sobbing on the side of the road just watching cars pass by with like <laughs> my, my dinner. Oh, the hummus did it. The hummus was the final domino. It really was. <laughs> I mean, the risk of crying at a church is that I feel like someone inside might be like, let's go get her. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, my best friend has like my location and she had like called me in that same way that we were talking about earlier, that, you know, where you're like, your friends just know when, you know, you can't you really hide your emotions. And she pulls up with her dog and I'm like full on sobbing, tears in my face, just sitting crisscross applesauce on the bench. And then she's like, hi there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so nice. The thing that just like tips you over, why does I feel like it's often food related? (laughs) Maybe because when we're hungry, we just like don't have the tools to cope as well. And so it's usually like has to do with food acquisition, I feel like is usually what. My last, I guess, semi-public cry was actually three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) I was just having one of those days where everything was going wrong and I was getting into my car and I had parked my car in my parking spot, like too close to the wall. Mm -hmm. And so when I went to open the car door, it hit my lip, which then hit my Invisalign, my lower Invisalign and caused my inner lip to start bleeding. And it was not like a severe break of skin. You know, I didn't look like a hockey player. Like it was very minor tear. But man, that was your hummus. Waterworks. <laughs> waterworks. And I didn't even get in the car. I just clasped my hands over the top of the car window and like leaned my head onto the car window in sort of a prayer position and just let her rip. <laughs> Talk about church. I mean, this begs the question is crying in a movie a public cry? Because the lights are off, it's dark. No one necessarily knows you're crying. I mean, there have been some movies where I've been heaving (laughs) to the degree that certainly everyone knew I was crying. But like, I'll sit in the Broadway on a Sunday night and cry. Yeah. At least once a month. I feel like it's a socially acceptable place to cry. 
Like if you if you do need a good cry and you're just like, I want to go out and have a good cry, a, a movie theater is a good place because it is like kind of private. Um, and then people won't come up to you usually because it's like, you know, people are okay with you crying in the theater. Right. And you've been coaxed into it. Like that. I, that's yeah. such an important point is like, I feel like when we think about the public cry, the reaction that it often elicits from people around you is like this what do we do? It's discomfort. (laughs) It's like, oh, oh, should I go up to them or? Do we keep walking? (laughs) Uh, uh Uh-oh. Whereas like in a movie theater, it's like, she's got this. (laughs) She needed this. She'll get it together by the end. Okay, well, on on that note, what are some of the best places to drop tear in this city and what makes them good? Ivana? My favorite spot happens to be Fault Line Gardens. It's kind of this little tucked away pocket park in Salt Lake. And I used to go there a lot. I used to live really close by. And it just, it's just a very lovely place. I think it's so funny. The other day I went over and you have this panoramic view of the city skyline. And it's one of the best places to watch a sunset. And I had the funny experience of going there the other day. And there were like these different people like all scattered around this tiny little park, given there's like these like swings, this little almost hill. And every one of us, you could just tell that like we were all just going through something and you can just like we're not interacting, but we're kind of conscious of each other. And it's it's kind of a very like walking, stepping into that environment. I was like, wow, we're all really just here, like going through it. And I think it's a great place to see to like not only see a sunset, but to like kind of let yourself cry. Are there swings there? Yeah, there are. There are like these two swings. Okay. A swing cry is like, yeah. that's cinematic. <laughs> it will like naturally blow your tears away from the wind, the gust. <laughs> like one hand on the, on the swing and you're just like, your head is... Lean your head against the chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Okay, I'm going to go there. Catch me crying at Fault Line Park. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about you, Therina? Where do you go? I I love, I don't know if I love it, but I have cried at so many restaurants. Because oh. there's something about restaurants and food places that like feel like oddly intimate. Because I, I think maybe it's just because you're like gathering with your loved ones like over a meal. So it feels like a safe place, even though you're in a very public place. And also your server is coming up to you a lot. <laughs> so so it is a little bit awkward, but I, I, I've I cried at a lot of restaurants. Is there a category? Because you are known for categorizing your restaurants on this show <laughs> as the creator of the four degrees of brunch. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's probably nice if it's like a dimmer lit restaurant. It's better if it's not like bright. And um, but and it's better if it's like bustling, like, you know, there are things Mm. that like people because if it's like dead quiet and you're bawling, it could get awkward. Maybe like a greasy spoon, like thinking like over the counter diner, like blue plate back in the day, rest in peace blue plate would be good. Like you're in a diner. So you can kind of turn in if you want a little bit of privacy And also if it's too nice of a restaurant and you're crying, like, you know how sometimes at really nice restaurants, the server is kind of taking responsibility for your experience in a way where they might be like, they might come over and be like, was there a problem with the food? Are you, and really you kind of just want to be left alone. Are you crying over the food? (laughs) At D's, I feel like if you're sitting there with a 
black coffee and a slice of pie, no one's going to be like, it must be the pie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Salt Lake City, what if this is the year you host Easter dinner or brunch? Harmon's makes big meals easy to prepare with delicious holiday specialties made from scratch. Just heat and serve, baby. Lay a pre-cooked honey ham on the table and absorb the compliments from your family or friends. They don't need to know you napped instead of staring down the oven. And if you're not the host but need something to bring, here are just a few of my favorite spring ideas. First of all, Harmon's fragrant Easter lilies will impress anybody's mom or delight a neighbor. Now there's no need to even heat up a pre-made side like deviled eggs or fresh cut pineapple, but bonus points if you transfer them into your own dish. And as listeners of this show well know, I will lose my mind if you show up to my house with Harmon's hot cross buns. I invite you to make some new Easter traditions with Harmon's. Are there terrible places to let her rip? Like, what's the worst scenario for being caught in tears? I like that you said let her rip. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to come up with all these euphemisms for cry. I was was thinking about this. I think maybe the dentist. Oh. Because maybe there could be, like, some confusion. Like, maybe they would think that they're hurting you. Like, if you start (laughs) crying while they're in your mouth, they're like, oh, is that too much? Um, (laughs) That could be, like, yeah. That's what I think. Because otherwise, I'm like Ivana, like... I'm just an emotional person, so I don't think that there is, like, a bad place necessarily. Like, if I need to cry, I'm just going to cry. Um, but, yeah, that could cause some confusion at the dentist. I think sometimes it's not so much of the place, but the people that you are in front of. Yeah. In your place of work. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, a very vulnerable thing to be crying and to cry kind of publicly. And sometimes that's really difficult. At least personally, like, I don't like crying at work. I'll do it in the parking lot. Right. I'll get in the car and have a good scream. Yeah, 100%. That's my favorite thing to do. Well, vulnerability is often mistaken for weakness. And I think in a workplace, like you don't want to show weakness because it could have a very real impact on your actual career, which has an impact on your livelihood. Like the domino effect of messing up in some way at work is just so much more severe. I guess I would say like, the place I never want to be crying is probably just like in front of someone I want to think that I'm doing better than I was when I first knew them. <laughs> right? Like whoever in your life you want to think you're thriving, like that's probably who you don't want to be crying in front of. I don't want to cry at Trader Joe's because everyone's hot. <laughs> I know, right? But maybe that maybe actually that's a good thing to to cry because I feel like they're they would hold you. They'd probably like give you a free bouquet. They'd be like, we're paid to do this, ma'am. Let me hold you while you while you shop for your groceries. Because they like really want you to be okay. We actually had someone submit via our Instagram story that Trader Joe's is a great place to cry because their sister had been crying in there after her dog died <gasps> and someone bought her a bouquet of flowers. Oh my That's God. Me. That's so I cute. Know. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we should all go cry at Trader Joe's and maybe someone cute will buy you a bouquet. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the foundation of a healthy relationship is manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's the new method of dating is just going to the 
Trader Joe's and Crane. <laughs> yeah. The New York Times like parachute reporting that's like a, a new alarming new trend in Salt Lake City. Millennials are crying in Trader Joe's. <laughs> that's how I met my husband. <laughs> we, we met right there in the aisle. Right in the frozen section. Yeah, right in the frozen section. <laughs> I have to tell you guys. We So we asked listeners and readers, Therina, you put a call out in the newsletter. Ivana and I tweeted from the CityCast account. We put it on our Instagram like, hey, Salt Lake, where is the best place for a good public cry in this city? We had – I stopped counting this morning because we had things to do. We had more than 120 emails, tweets, and DMs as of this morning, which tells me that – this is a city where people are feeling deeply. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I want to share with you some of my faves. So in rapid succession here with just a few that stood out to me. First of all, general theme is like parks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say 25% of the responses we got were Liberty Park, the top of the hill. Yes. I love that place. With the ducks. That's my favorite place. A great view. Yeah. That's on my list. I was surprised how few people said in your car, like, or in a driveway, because I think that's obvious, but maybe you don't think of that as public. being necessarily public. Yeah. Someone said the upper level of the City Creek Harmons, which I completely agree with, like, a lot of little nooks up there. And then you can get a treat. Yeah, and you can get a treat after. This one I thought was really curious and I feel like is linked to a deeply personal tale that I wish this person had expanded upon. The Arby's on 400 South. Oh my God. <laughs> the curly fries. I get it. I completely get it. I've had emotional experiences at that Arby's as well. Really? Something about that <laughs> Arby's. Of course, we can always count on Salt Lakers to be shady about the gateway. Alicia S. said, Gateway Plaza, because it's always empty anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Ghost town. <laughs> the shade. You see, like, tumbleweeds, like, going through the gateway. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was cute. If you want comfort from a 20-year-old girl, Temple Square. Oh, oh a missionary. A 19-year-old missionary. Some political responses, Spencer Cox's office, the Capitol during ledge sesh, totally get that. On my list, you 100%. The donuts in Delhi on State Street. Oh. oh. Any experience? No. Not there yet. No? But I need it. Yeah, that sounds like a great time, a donut and a cry. Yeah, let's do that next. One that also really resonated with me is walking on Main Street with sunglasses. I do think some of my best public cries are in motion. It's like, mm -hmm. I need to go for a walk. I need to walk this thing out. And then, you know, you get 20 feet into your walk and you're like, I'm crying. Yeah. But people don't know. Um, here's a do it for the plot sort of response. <laughs> the SLC airport. I love the drama yes, of it. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. I have a lot of <laughs> feelings because I think it's one of the perfect places where you can get so publicly emotional. And it often is because you're either saying hello or you're saying goodbye. I'm thinking about the last time I dropped off my best friend to go to med school. And I just having like a very public cry. We're just holding each other in the airport. And it's like, okay, like, no one's going to bother you. No one's going to question you. I think it's a fabulous place to cry. This last one I want to share that's also transit related, I feel like is kind of a good listener response to end on here. I-15. Yes. Oh. Yes. Hell yeah. That is pure Americana yeah. crying on the highway. That is like Simon and Garfunkel, 
like American longing, like that's it right there, I think. An I-15 cry. When the sun set. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's the good news is they're about to repaint the lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then it's so if it rains. So, even if your vision is getting blurred <laughs> from being in a sobbing state, you know, you'll know that you're still in the lane. So thanks, you dot and Spencer Cox for for repainting the lanes. That's actually why they did it. Yeah. Well, OK. I actually have to say, like, one response that we got that I thought was incredibly thoughtful and kind of maybe the thesis of this episode was all places are crying places. Mm-hmm. And amen to that. So I want to ask you both, just, you know, for listeners who might be out in these streets and see one of you in tears <laughs> and not know how to react just so we can all get prepared. How do you want strangers to react when you're in a public cry? I feel like it was different when I was younger and like an angsty teen and like I just got in a fight with my mom and I wanted to be out of my house to cry. I wanted to be left alone. But now that I am an adult, I think it it's just is so endearing when a stranger comes up to you and, and is like, hey, are you OK? It just shows you like the best of humanity and like that connection with with people, even if you don't know them and like caring for them is just like really special. So I like it. Yeah, you feel seen. Yeah. What about you, Ivana? Do you want to be approached or do you want to be left in peace? I think there are times for both. I think sometimes, like as you mentioned, Thania, I think there have been a couple moments where I've been kind of crying. And I like to check in with people a lot. So if I see someone, I'm like, how can I help you? Like, you know, and sometimes people want to be left alone. But it's really nice when you have a stranger just come in and be like, hey, how are you? And and it takes your mind off of the thing, you know? And I think that could be a really beautiful thing to just, yeah. you know, have yeah. that connection. Do you think that that normalizes it? Because I think that we think about, like, New York City and it being normalized there is that, like, you can just cry anywhere and nobody will go up <laughs> to you and they'll just actually just ignore you and, like, won't even look at you at all. Yeah. But in Salt Lake, like, would it be, like more normalizing if people came up to you more or if they just left you alone? Like what would normalize it here? I've thought about this a lot because it feels like you can't ever dissect anything in this city without the lens of the small lake city of it all. Oh my God, You know, and so it's like, yeah, in theory, I want someone to see me and acknowledge that I'm a you know, a flesh and bone human person that's going through something. And I think that can be really community building. But at the same time, because around any given corner in this city could be (laughs) your boss, your dentist, your ex-girlfriend, your like (laughs) a friend you just fought with, like you also sometimes want to indulge in privacy. And like, it is a reminder that you don't really have it here in public. Like, And so I'm like, don't remind me how visible I am. Because, like, you could be anyone (laughs) that I know. That's why the sunglasses are so good, incognito. The sunglasses are clutch. I often think about this because I'm like, where am I? Who is, like, here in this space? Right. And, yeah, and, like, sometimes it it is, like, one of those things where you're like, oh, I actually do not want people to come up to me. It's like, ignore me. But there is – you can't really hide in this city. I guess – it raises the question, like, does crying in public necessarily mean you're not okay? 
I think we still have that stigma around it because, yeah, like if you ran into somebody that you were like an acquaintance with and they were bawling, you're just like, ooh, maybe they're not okay. Um, yeah. And that's kind of dumb. So we just have to like stop thinking that way. <laughs> we have right. to destigmatize it. Like every emotion, we should feel it all. Lean into it. Lean in. That's right. Newsletter editor Therina Ria and producer Ivana Martinez. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ali. Thanks for crying. (laughs) (laughs) We could not fit all the reader and listener recommendations we received for where to cry in public in this episode. So we made a map. That's right. The official CityCast map for where to cry in public. Now you can use it. See if there's a good spot nearby next time the tears start to roll. At the very least, it is a complete joy to browse. The map is linked in the show notes for you, and it's also on our Instagram page at CityCastSLC. That is all for us today here at CityCast Salt Lake. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye. Bye.